still we faithfully worked our way through works of George Orwell, William Golding, and Neville Shute, all predictions of tyranny, the breakdown of civilization, and coming mass destruction. I went ahead and read all of George Bernard Shaw's plays for my own pleasure because I liked the cut of his beard. In fact, I read all of the Irish literature that was on the family shelf. W.B. Yeats poetry, the comedies of Oscar Wilde, and Fedian plays from O'Casey to Pan, even though none of it was on the curriculum. Now in Liverpool, I was expected to develop an appreciation of the Windover on the grounds that little Gerard Manley Hopkins had briefly taught at our school during its previous incarnation as an esteemed Jesuit college, which had now decamped to a leafy suburb. For the two years after my mother and I moved to Liverpool, my school even retained the noble St. Francis Xavier name, which impressed the hell out of my former headmaster in Hounslow when I bid him farewell. I didn't point out that the place actually had no more academic pretensions than his pleasant little secondary modern located about one minute from touchdown beneath the Heathrow flight path. I'd say that the main difference between the two schools was that if you threw the windows open during the summer in Hounslow, about half the lesson would be drowned out by a VC-10 coming in the land. And if a big tuple of 2114 arrived from Moscow, the whole building shook from the noise of the four double propeller engines whirring past. I used to lie awake at night and listen to planes drone overhead. Sometimes they'd seem so close that I felt they might land on our roof for a while. My deal would have been the freedom and means to go to London Airport and just select any destination in the world. Then, if you are an only child and you don't have an older sibling trying to smother you with a pillow or keep you awake with endless speculation about a sweetheart, there's a lot of time alone with your own imaginings. There's always someone or something to dream about. I'd seen the girl I wanted to marry when I was just 14. Mary was a year younger. The Burgoyne family had arrived recently from their hometown in Galway in the west of Ireland. One afternoon, I watched her step down from the platform of a Routemaster bus after a summer shower. There was a rainbow of oil or petrol in the rainwater puddle and it splashed over her brown shoe as she alighted. It took me four years to get up the courage to throw down my coat for her and ask her out for a couple of those years. I lived more than 200 miles away. My school in Liverpool didn't even have girls to distract me. By the time I turned 17 and entered the upper sex, I was obliged to wear a stupid looking prefix gown and police 
the younger boys running recklessly up and down the stairs. Some of them nasty little ankle biters from Everton. Whereas in the south, I had sometimes been known as Mac. Every second lad in my Liverpool classroom seemed to have a Mac in his name. Those who didn't have Irish surnames like McEvitt, McVeigh, Kern, Spurn, or Devine had names that were Greek or Italian. It seemed like there were no entirely English Catholics in the city. We spent most of the time we could hiding in a common room in which we were briefly allowed the privilege of a record player. The class was divided between those who scratched their heads over Pink Floyd albums and a couple leerier lads who liked soul music. I was persuaded to bring my guitar to school. Once it was discovered, I could play a little bit. Tony Byrne's interest was photography, but I hadn't recalled him taking any pictures that day until his sister, Veronica, recently sent me some of his photographs. One of them shows an eager-looking guitarist playing for a group of lads wearing school blazers and blank expressions, summed at well-worn desks. I'd like to think that was just concentration and not boredom. Oddly enough, I do remember exactly what I was singing. It was a Tony Joe White song called Groupie Girl that we all thought was pretty racy, even though I didn't really know what it meant yet.